0: Hey, this is Eric Davidson and you're listening to New Voices on District Magazine. In this podcast series brought to you by Tower Records, we sit down with some of our favourite new artists to find out what they've been up to and what they have coming up. In this episode, we welcome Lula Hush to the studio. He discusses his time at the Rebel Music Academy in Berlin, his forthcoming solo work and his headline show with his band AMAC taking place in the Grand Social this March 2019. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, yeah, so how was the Le Boom show last week? It was really good. Um,
1: it was sold out, which was lovely. Mm. Um, they're really, really cool. Um, really cool for us to play because they're kind of on a similar kind of electronic energy kind of buzz. Um, so it was kind of matched quite nicely mm. and yeah, it was a good crowd. Really good sound, and there's nice, also really nice to get to play District 8 before you know. That's what I was just studio. about to ask. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, must, it must have been. Have you played there before?
1: Uh, yeah, we actually played there a couple of times this year. Um, Wait, with AMAC? Yeah, we yeah. did. Um, we supported Django Django and we supported Tune Yards. Sounds um But this was actually, this is my favourite one of, uh, of the shows that we did. Yeah, yeah. It was, was the other night with Le Boom But yeah, I mean, the place, yeah, the place is always hopping
0: every time we're <laughs> there, but yeah guess it's going to be gone now. I suppose that's more like a representation of what uh, District 8 actually was as well, like a more electronic focused...
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely, more electronic, but also, I mean, I guess, like, kind of left field stuff as well, not necessarily just mm. um, just electronic stuff, but it was a nice, yeah, unique yeah.
0: kind of venue. Amazing. Um, so you're just back, well... Months. well i'm back yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we'll pretend that this is done just after we did, <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah we're trying still to arrange it for a like, while it feels like i'm just back yeah yeah um, and <laughs> it's from the red bull music academy 20th anniversary in berlin and um, can you maybe explain for people who don't know what the rbma is um, yeah yes, i'm still i'm trying to hone this yeah. <laughs> people
1: always ask and they actually said to us the first day we were there they're like when you come home uh you've got to learn how to like perfect the the answer to what you did while you're here, and they're like you still aren't gonna be able to say it what yeah yeah um but I guess essentially it's like an artist in residency program okay um where they pick um so this year they picked uh thirty people, Or sorry, they picked sixty people and then they that was split into two terms mm. so uh I was over there with like thirty other kind of producers. Not necessarily just producers, there was also like singers, instrumentalists, just mm-hmm. different musicians from different backgrounds. And then basically, we were given this incredible space in the Funkhaus in East Berlin, which is like this incredible studio space. Um, all, all this amazing gear given to us. Um, and basically, for two weeks, we were just like given kind of here you go. Create, Man. collaborate. During the day, there was, a, there was lectures from um, kind of, not necessarily the most, like, famous people, but, like, really well-respected mm. kind of um, people, maybe in the underground scene or, like, maybe people who'd be behind the scenes and stuff. Mm. So during the day, we had talks from them, and then after that, there'd either be, there's a lot of gigs going on around the city for the Red Bull Music Festival, or else then we went into the studios and kind of stayed there until, like,
0: yeah, before yeah. In the morning, so. Yeah, it's like because uh, we went over uh, with the sort of Irish yeah. contingent, and it was just crazy because I had no idea what to expect. But did you have any idea what you what to expect?
1: We, like, not really. And uh, even I went and um, I talked to Gareth Averill, who did it before, yeah in in twenty sixteen, I think, um, and he he gave me like I, I was totally clueless talked to him and then he was like okay this is kind of what's like but even after talking to him I still didn't really <laughs> understand same way even when I explain it to people yeah, they don't yeah. really <laughs> understand like it's this really weird like self-contained yeah uh, kind of just experience um and that's I think yeah probably the key word is like it's this experience uh and definitely like it it yeah it's definitely like shaped um a lot of stuff that I've been doing since I came back okay cool
0: I think there's obviously a reason why thousands of people apply for it as well yeah
1: yeah, and there's like there's a reason why they're doing it as well, like it definitely mm. it's it's so hard it's really hard to put into words or like sum it up in like one mm. single kind of concept like what what the point of it is, i guess, but I mean they've been doing it for twenty years, and I think they definitely have i mean there's like some incredible people I have like Nina Kravitz and mm. Fortet. Um, object as well mm. uh, to, like loads of I think yeah they're just kind of given this little like nurturing space to to people uh, kind of at the start of their career or at the start of their kind of creative lives mm. and then I, that's a really good idea because it's just like um, it just sets you up mm. kind of in this way it, 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 like mentally kind of sets you up that, that's probably like the most I've been talking to everybody like since, like that I did it with, and kind of talking about like what you know, what do we learn from it, what do we get from it. But I think it's definitely, it's this mental space that it kind of allows you to get into. Were um, you were you in any way apprehensive or nervous before? Yeah, I was really nervous because um, obviously, like like I said, like lo- loads of like, incredible people have done it before, mm. and. Um, I we I was just worried that, like, oh, I'm not good enough for it. It's, it's going to be, like, a competition, and it's going to be, like, who can, you know, who can make the best tunes, who can, yeah. you know, who's the best. And it wasn't like that at all. It was, like, everybody... And they said it to us on the first day. They were, like, everybody here is, like, you're here for a reason, so mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about any of that stuff. And then, um like, there was people from all sorts of different musical backgrounds making all kinds of like people making like really heavy club music people making completely like ambient soundscapes Mm. but uh it was just like everybody that was just like really passionate and just really just like into what they were doing and that was kind of the could could you
0: see um could you see um you know future future like Nina's or future objects in De- front of definitely, you. yeah. There's definitely a couple
1: of people that I was like you're gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely a couple of sickos. You're like, <laughs> yeah, but but again, what was nice about it was it wasn't really about that, and it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like let's see who
0: comes out on top. But yeah, you yeah. All
1: this, um, even though like going over that was what I kind like
0: definitely had that apprehension. Was that the, was that your the most pleasant surprise then that that it was like um, that there was this sort of level playing field.
1: I think so, yeah, um, and that that kind of came from as well the definitely the most pleasant surprise was that the people were just like amazing, everybody was lovely, and mm-hmm. we were all just like best friends and so sad at the end of it that it was over, yeah. um, which is weird because you don't think like this like people from all like people from all over all over the world, people from Scandinavia, people from Africa, and like completely different backgrounds, but Everybody just got along so well, mm. and I guess maybe because you're cause you're like being treated so well and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's hard not to be not to be happy in that environment. But um, yeah, that Everyone was part of around new kicks and yeah, <laughs> I these shoes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Toe yeah. up, yeah.
0: Um, the one of the most interesting things I found I was only obviously there for a short time covering it, but like the two things that stood out were the actual building, the Funk House, and also the fact that like people like one or tricks point ever just floating around for the day yeah you know upstairs on his laptop or like just getting a bit of food and there was not it seemed to be very casual but also they were there to 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 be there to chat to people yeah you know so it, did, like, did you find that
1: yeah absolutely and um even i think it was i was i was saying but i think it was like the day before you you came over um a guy called Brian Jackson, who's the, the he was like the he played keys and flute on Gil Scott Heron's mm-hmm. records and he like produced them as well. Um, but he was just he gave a talk and then he was just wandering around Funkhouse afterwards and I was making a song with a girl and we had said that we'd love some flute on it. So she brought in her flute and then we just asked him, Will you will you let in some flute on this and then next thing you know like I am I'm on the other side of the glass and Brian Jackson's on it and I'm just like <laughs> directing him on his like improvised takes and stuff it like, but there's some, like exactly like you say like completely casual like completely just like everybody yeah.
0: talking to each other like, yeah yeah there's not like that apprehension or block of like oh my god there's Brian Jackson mm. I'm not gonna go up and say anything or yeah. there's like I do not like there the and even like Nina, like Nina did a talk as well and, yeah
1: and,
0: and maybe I guess
1: that, that was probably one of the more like kind of oh, shit, like, this is, like, she's really big, kind of, ones yeah. but then she was just totally, like, open, talk, easy to talk to. Amazing. As well.
0: Yeah. Because, um, I mean, everybody's every just people, like, people
1: are just people. Yeah.
0: Like, no, for sure, yeah. yeah. Especially when you, when like, what you said there, going back to, you know, you got these apprehensions about, you know, there's going to be people who are already in their head, huge. Yeah. But they're, they're not. They're Most artists. people are not yeah. like that. Most people are just, like, artists who just are at the start of their careers. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and obviously Jack Cotterin and um, was in the second term. Yeah. So there two Irish uh, people represented, him. but was it nice in the end that it was that you guys were sort of separate? Because I know for like you know it's a typical Irish thing like I was going I'll just stay yeah. beside you this whole time. If that was the case, was it nice to be able to split it up that like it was like okay I'm completely in the deep end here and I don't. Yeah. It
1: it, like and I mean I don't I like, I don't really, I only met Jack like at the at a Red Bull party, like, before we went over, but, um, I think, it was nice, because, it kind of felt like, everybody, the way that they'd split up the two terms, because there's just, the application process is, like, really, there's, like, these really, like, in-depth questions, and you have to show, like, you have to show half an hour of your own music, so I think they were really looking at, putting people together, that they thought, would work well together, like, not necessarily just musically, but, like, personality-wise, so, I kind of um I kind of realized that, like after a couple of days that, that was like that there was actually thinking behind like why certain people were in because there was two guys from Miami who had like actually made music and stuff together as okay. well in my term, so I was one, I was like, oh why didn't you know when' they put me and Jack together, but I think there' definitely there was like reasons, yeah beyond like yeah. like yeah like kind of overarching reasons why certain people were in each term,
0: yeah and. Did you find it easier because of your collaborative work, say with amac and um, other artists did you find it easier to jump into that collaboration quite quickly um
1: yeah, I did actually because i uh I used to be kind of like I, a bit more apprehensive about collaboration but since yeah since working with eFA and kind of working with other people here uh, definitely glad that I had done Stuff like that before going over, because I'd say it probably would have been a bit scarier than if that was my first time working with other people. But uh, even then, it was it was hard at the start because like you, 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 in the first like first time you go into the studio, it's like none of us know each other and like Mm. um my my first thing was to just like get on a computer and just like make tune like on my own first, and then once I'd done that, I was like okay, I've made something. Now I can kind of roam. Yeah, yeah.
0: I must just get that out of the way. Yeah. Just, just get
1: one, two, one, two. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: And what's been crazy as well, even like, was it intimidating? Because as you said, the the studios are just fucking mental. Mm. Like, and all the equipment is like, I think there was like a, a sample extractor vinyl thing out. Oh, the back there, there. Was, was like yeah, thirty grand or something yeah, like that. Yeah, They're like, <laughs> hey, and
1: if you, if you guys go record digging, you know, you want to get a really nice sample, just like bring it in. Yeah. Sort of <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they, and like, there's so there was like eight studios and obviously there's 30 people. So the idea is Mm. that you get on stuff with each other and that you collaborate. And like, the thing is, they've done it 20 times already and Mm. they just know that it's going to work. And with the, not even just with them, some of the best, uh, like, kind of things they did there were not even, um, not even like, like in the studio making songs, like just in like a live room with Mm. a bunch of people just like, like jamming, which mm. I haven't done like since I, you know, started playing in bands. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, like just jamming with these people, like Dorian Concept and Angel, their Dorian stuff. All these like crazy. Do, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's just, like really freeing. And, yeah. yeah, amazing.
0: Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from our conversation to thank this podcast sponsor, Terror Records. At Dublin Institution, you can get Christmas sorted for the music fan in your life by swinging by their Dawson Street flagship store or their spot in Easton's on O'Connell Street. You can also hit up terrorrecords.ie to order online. We're excited to be linking up with them for this new podcast series, so thanks for listening. Now it's back to new voices. Um, so I suppose, uh, speaking of AMAC, um, the gig in the Grand Solskjaer just got announced for March 8th. Yeah, the tickets are on sale today. Well, today being
1: Friday. Yeah, but uh, Whenever this is out. Yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, March, March 8th or
0: 9th, is it? I actually don't know. Um... Have there. I have it written down as March eighth, but maybe okay. I'm wrong. But you should definitely know. <laughs> I definitely should know.
1: It's either March eighth or March ninth. Yeah, you check it out online. Yeah, check it out online. I'll
0: have this at the start or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But have you found it difficult uh, juggling? Because um, that's obviously a big part of your musical life now. Yeah. Um, have you found it difficult definitely. juggling that project and um, your solo work and say like going, you know going over to to Berlin and yeah. Um, uh,
1: I did a bit, but I'm kind of finding uh, balance now. Mm. Uh, I kind of set... I know my week tends to get divided into... Right now, it's kind of a bit easier because we're not, like... It's kind of the end of the year and there's not as many gigs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to just kind of make sure that if something is taking up a lot of time that uh, I make the time then to to explore whatever others to make, make sure that I feel like you know everything's getting yeah. kind of um, kind of equal attention but uh, def, I, I think I'm gonna next year start um, kind of putting out some of my own stuff like a mm. bit more maybe a bit more seriously because like things have been going really well with AMAC and we've got some like we we worked like really hard this year and we've got we've got some kind of announcements and stuff that are like um uh, Kind of showing like the payoff of yeah, the payoff worked. of how hard you've worked, yeah. So, um, but that's definitely yes yeah, something that I am conscious of is like mm. trying to trying to juggle everything and make sure. But that's definitely better than not having yeah. anything
0: to do. So, especially how like like you said, like someone could have three projects that they're working on and struggling to find balance. But the one one of the projects you've got already is amazingly successful in AMAC, and then like you know you've been chosen, you were chosen for the your were made for your solo work as well. So that must be quite. Um, yeah. like a affirming.
1: Well, it was, it did, the ORBMA thing was really nice because I actually uh, was having doubts about stuff that I make myself just like mm. completely on my own because like, obviously it's great and um, collaborating is great and like, it's a great feeling to make something with somebody and watch that thing like come to life. Mm. But uh, I do have like, I spend a lot of time on my own as well and a lot of time making stuff on my own and I was kind of feeling a bit um sort of doubtful about that and then the like red bull was a complete I really wasn't expecting to get it and I know that that's like the thing people say but like it yeah. really wasn't so that was really yeah like as you say like affirming and and the, another thing that I that I was talking to people since I got back other people from the academy a bit um kind of made you realize that you could do whatever you want mm. like if you have, if you're, if you have the, if you want to make music, if you want to make art, like, you can, you don't have to just do one thing, like, you can do whatever you feel like doing, when like, because, like, technology is completely, like, democratized now, we have the access to, like, all, whatever influences, whatever we want to do, so if we whatever we want to do, we can just do it. Mm,
0: amazing. Rolish, um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for listening. New Voices is brought to you by Terror Records. For more information on how to get Christmas sorted, hit up TerrorRecords.ie or head into their Dawson Street or O'Connell Street stores.